Hello, Helen. Hi, Pam. 2024 and we're back in it. We took a little break off. I think everyone needs a break at the end of the year, but we are red hot, ready to go to talk about cupcakes today. We haven't done a cupcake yet, have we? No, we haven't. This is our first one, which is surprising because, you know, they're so popular, so common, so easy to do. So, yeah, very surprising. We have looked into maybe why we haven't done one so far because we are following the recipes in the series of cookbooks. So we'll get into that in just a little tickety-boo. However, this is the recipe with the most personal link to you, Helen. This is your or along the lines of your favourite recipe. Can you tell me yeah. why? Yeah, look, as we've spoken about many times in the past, these cookbooks were a bit of a, a saviour to us kids when we were little. You know, we each had our own favourite recipe in a particular cookbook. And my favourite recipe was a vanilla butterfly cupcake recipe. It was in one of the cookbooks. I I can't remember which one it was in, but as I've mentioned, you know, way back when we first started the podcast, by the time I had managed to salvage these cookbooks from mum, because the recipes were uh, stuck to the old sticky page photo album, by the time I got to those photo albums, the sticky pages had all dried up, the plastic sleeve covering the sticky pages had all fallen off, and there was quite a number of recipes that had fluttered away over the years and, and been lost. Now, I reckon my favourite recipe was one of those recipes and it was the the vanilla butterfly cupcake. And I loved making them as a kid. It was just something fancy that that I could make and that um, was delicious and easy to do. So unfortunately, the original recipe that I used to follow as a kid is not in the in the cookbooks anymore, but this is very close. This is very close to it, what we're making today. And today we're making orange butterfly cupcakes in, I think it's in book eight that we're doing uh, today. And very simple recipe along the same lines, definitely along the same lines as my what I remember the original vanilla butterfly cupcakes cupcakes being yeah Mm -hmm. this is a color cutout we've got a picture thank god Uh, but it looks pretty old never guaranteed yeah it's true it looks pretty old this one doesn't it yeah look i'm going to say it's going to be early 60s based on the temperature markings based on the measurements um, the imperial measurements the imperial temperature markings the ingredient list as well, you know. So I, that's my my best guess is early 60s. Looks like a classic recipe from a women's magazine. We've got another little bit of product promotion. This time it's for McDougal's flour. Which I love you can, McDougal's flour. <laughs> I know what you think when you think the word McDougal. Uh, <laughs> it's a strapping man from the Outlander series, no doubt. <laughs> Oh, you know me so well. I do, I do. (laughs) That roguish accent and that glint in his eye. Okay, moving on. McDougal's flour, which you can still buy in the UK, is listed as the ingredient. And also it includes Trex, T-R-E-X, which is a margarine that was first made in 1932, also from the UK. So that's a dead giveaway. This is a British 
um, magazine yeah. recipe. Yeah, it could have come out of because you know Mum had uh, had said that she collected recipes from the English Woman's Weekly, so this could well have been one of those. Yeah, I reckon that's spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got imperial measurements and a mention of regulo as well. So yeah, it's. I reckon 60s, yeah, you're right there. Yeah. It'd be 1960s. Early 60s. Early 60s. We yeah, love got... our, our our temperature regulo marks, don't we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> we're so used to them now. <laughs> oh, we're a dab hand at the regulo, absolutely. <laughs> so these are cupcakes. It got us thinking. There are not many at all references to cupcakes in the cookbooks. And I had done a search, so had you. What I'd found is one other reference to cupcakes, a basic cupcake recipe, but in how many hundreds of recipes are we talking about here in this collection again? I'll have to uh, look. My best estimate is around seven to eight hundred but I will get I will get a figure for you for our next episode <laughs> I will mark that down as my to-do list and I will get a definite figure for you I think that's a good guess hundreds and hundreds of recipes we've got two references to cupcakes which is kind of surprising isn't it like nowadays cupcakes are a big deal they're a very common kind of recipe you probably extremely common in most magazines these days, but not so much in all the decades of this collection. Let's get into the backstory of cupcakes, which is what you've gone into. Yeah, yeah. So look, just just doing my uh, my quick research, from what I can gather, cupcakes were first identified in and around 1796, but they weren't called cupcakes then. But a variant of them have been around since 1796, where they first featured in a cookbook by Amelia Simmons. However, they were first actually mentioned or called cupcakes in a cookbook by Eliza Leslie in 1828. Mm. So it, it took about 30 years for the name cupcake to, to actually eventuate and, and be published. By the early 1900s, bakeries were marketing cupcakes as snack cakes and it was actually quite common to be able to pick up a snack cake at a bakery but again they still weren't necessarily done from home made from home and that wasn't until the 1960s when their home baking popularity really started to rise as home baking cooks normally the the mum of the house as we've spoken about previously Mm -hmm. you know the mother was able to buy muffin pans and the cupcake paper bases uh, started to become accessible and so being able to actually make your own snack cakes or cupcakes at home throughout the 60s and then into the 70s then started to gain that popularity as a as an easy home baking project so of course nowadays fast forward to you know 2020 mm. 2024 cupcakes really are considered an art form in itself the amount of intricate piping designs the flavors that you can get you can make cupcakes in uh it's just almost endless it's amazing you know what home bakers and commercial bakeries now do with the humble cupcake to the extent that there are bakeries out there that are just dedicated to cupcakes that's all they sell heaven forbid you go in for a loaf of bread so yeah it's so true i was thinking why aren't there many references in these cookbooks to cupcakes you know they're just not a common 
recipe. And I thought, well, because probably it is geared to the mum cooking at home, right? And why are you going to bother making cupcakes when you can make a cake or you can make Mm. a slice? Cupcakes Mm. are really good if you have to go to a function or you have to give them out at a school fete or something. That Mm. makes sense. But, Mm. yeah, if you're going to just cook for the family, you'd be cooking one cake rather than Mm. cooking Mm. lots of little cakes in their own little packaging and then individually, I guess, uh, decorated. Helen, if you're a mum at home, do you think cupcakes are just like, again, too much work? No. So only because for me it's far easier to make a cupcake than it is to make a cake. When I'm making a cake, I've got to grease and flour the tin to make sure that the mixture doesn't stick to the tin. There's tin preparation with a cake, whereas with a cupcake, I've got the cupcake tin, I've got the patty papers, you just whack a paper in in the mould and away you go, a couple of spoonfuls of the mixture in each. And it's also, because I do like my sweets, it's also a bit of portion control for me, (laughs) Uh, just putting that out there still doesn't stop me having two in a row but you know, <laughs> uh, I'd like to think that there's a measure of portion control going on I actually find it far easier if I come across a cake recipe normally my brain goes straight to how would this work for the cupcakes hmm good point cupcakes were the way I got into baking they're great for kids because Indeed, Mm. you don't have to worry about a whole cake rising. The size is much more manageable and you can have much more fun with them. You can change up lots of different things and they're just very good for kids to learn how to bake. What I found really funny was all the different variations you have of small desserts in the cookbooks that are not cupcakes. And I was going to run you through this list. I just started to write them down for some reason. So we've got crackles, which we've talked about before, right? Yeah. We've got cookies. And in some cases, early cookies are not what you think as cookies. They're like batter, dough, cupcake style things, obviously with a lot of nuts, but they're made in patty pans, but they call them cookies in the Mm. recipe books. Biscuits. Bars, squares, slices, crunchies, snaps, treats, tarts, cockles, crispies, and beauties. So they all sound delicious. My mouth's watering. (laughs) I know. I'm just thinking, hmm, (laughs) I need to go and bake. (laughs) And the other thing I just wanted to mention was in the cookbooks, there is a recipe for a butterfly cake a full-size butterfly cake, which is a bit of your things have stuffed up in the kitchen and here's a tip and trick of what to do. So it's actually, I think, called a peaked cake. And there's a picture where basically someone's baked a cake and there's a little story like you've baked a cake for the kids, but oop, the cake has split. You know how a, a cake gets peaked And the sort of a part of the top of the cake rises more quickly than the others. Anyway, what they suggest is you cut it and make a giant butterfly cake like you intended to do it the whole time. And uh, they call it an oversized butterfly cake, which you can make out of a peaked cake. I thought you would like that, Helen. 
Actually, I know what you're talking about in the cookbooks. There's a section that mum had stuck in from some magazine that went something along the lines of, oops, my baking has gone awry. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and what to do when things don't quite work out exactly as you had planned. Yeah, the pea cake, that was interesting. You know, like in nowadays, you just slice the top off. Um, yeah. If it's peaked, <laughs> yeah. you know, you do a bit of a crumb coat and ice it, it's fine. Yep. <laughs> so, how about you run us through the ingredients, Helen, of these orange butterflies? Oh, yes, absolutely. So, considering the era, let's go back. Things were fairly simple. We're looking at a bit of uh, self raising flour, some salt, some sugar, margarine, eggs, milk, and the grated rind of one orange. And then for the icing, it was just a buttercream icing. So it was all very, very straightforward. I will note that the recipe didn't include the butter cream icing, but you and I are dab hands at that now. So I, I whipped <laughs> yeah. something up, but I didn't even need a recipe. I just, you know. <laughs> you eyeballed it. it. You were fine. I just eyeballed <laughs> it. Unfortunately, my I will talk about that in a minute, but my eyeballs were way off. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> they were definitely bigger than my tummy. <laughs> They're the ingredients. The recipe instructions is basically throw it all into a bowl, mix with a wooden spoon and whack it in the patty cases. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, right? So it really is fairly dead simple. How did you go making the recipe? Obviously, I'm always keen to hear uh, how you attack the uh, the vegan approach to to these wonderful recipes. I, I love it because there's a little bit of ingenuity every time from you in uh, what you need to do to substitute. So tell me all about it. How'd you go? Oh, I decided to use my food processor actually to make them, which is ironic given that the recipe just says to use a wooden spoon. So I thought, stuff that. I'll use my food <laughs> processor. It worked out quite well. Yeah. I did not get much of a rise again, but I was also baking this in one of the warmest days we've had here in January. It was so hot in my kitchen. and So that, would, would we have called it warm or would we have called it hot? <laughs> it was hot. It was really yeah. hot in the kitchen. and How hot? It was hot, yeah. Like it was yeah. a hot day. Yeah, And when you've got the oven on and the margarine, I'm using vegan margarine, it's just that whole time thing. And yeah. even they had risen, but when I took them out and in the hot air, they kind of shrunk after the fact. Oh. So they got mm -hmm. quite hard and tough. They were not that pleasant, to be honest. It was also a bit of a struggle because I made a cream icing from coconut cream. Nice. And it did whip up, but then it really didn't want to hold its shape in the heat. Oh, so I sort heat, of bunged yeah. it on, set them up, took a photo and then put them in the fridge because I just couldn't do anything else. It was just such a hot day. So anyway, yeah. uh, it was okay. Yeah. I found my, because my dough was a bit too dense, it had kind of risen and shrunk. I just didn't find it very pleasant. I think it needed something else. Like you're not supposed to put any orange juice in the batter. You're just using all the rind, which is okay. I didn't think it was enough flavour. You're not even supposed enough to orange. put. Enough orange, yeah. There just wasn't enough of anything really. Yeah, um, so it was yeah. missing something for me. But maybe it's just because, again, I'm using a bit of a variation there. Yeah. 
I, that did not stop me from eating about four. <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there. It's not going to make the portion control thing. At least this way you know how many you've eaten. You're not eating like three giant slices of a cake. You're eating four <laughs> butterflies. So yeah. yeah. How many cupcakes did you get out of your batter? Oh, I got about eight. Oh, and they were remarkably yeah. small too. Yeah. So oh, I don't know what happened. Uh, they were not as large as I wanted them to be, you can see they're quite small. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got about eight. I think you meant to get much mm. more than that, aren't you? Yeah, it said between t- 10 and 12. Oh. I got 11. So, you know, I kind of hit the mark on that one. <laughs> but, um, look, I- I'll-, I'll be honest and say I cheated a little because I was late to the show in making these. And, as you know, I'd already spoken to you and you went, oh, bit dry and so you gave me that heads up so when I started making them you know I end up using a bit of my usual artistic license and I actually added the juice of one whole orange into the mixture Ah, of course because you're not going to touch that peel are you that's basically peel yeah I didn't even think about that no (laughs) that's that that ain't coming into my recipe but they were orange cakes so I knew I needed to get something orange in there so (laughs) I uh I added the juice of one whole orange into it and I used butter instead of treks or, or shortening vegetable shortening I just you know I didn't have any of that so I went to butter and uh, left out the peel of, but I stuck to the recipe for everything else. And I ended up with the 11 cupcakes. I loved them. I absolutely loved them. They were, were moist and they were orangey. And when I made the buttercream, I, again, I, I had a bit of butter from a, a block of butter left in the fridge. So eyeballing it again, I went, yeah, that's about 50 grams. I didn't weigh it. I just just whacked it in a bowl, softened it. And I, again, I added the juice of another whole orange into that and uh, then just poured a whole lot of icing powder, icing sugar into the bowl, kept on whisking it up until it uh, got thicker, which basically gave me a whole bowl of icing, which uh, didn't need, (laughs) you know, because I only had 11 little cupcakes. So I've got a a big container of orange icing left, but these cupcakes were delicious. Like the juice of one whole orange was just perfect. And in fact, I only, and I'm, I'm actually being totally honest here. I only made them yesterday. It was my daughter's birthday party last night. So I went, well, you know, I'll, I'll bring them out, ice them up, whack them out on the table of food at the party. Seriously, they were gone within the first five minutes, all 11 of them gone. And then people were coming up to me saying, do you have any more of those cupcakes? And I went, oh, sorry, no. So I do have a big bowl of uh, lovely orange buttercream that I need to use in the fridge. So I'm going to make a double batch of these cupcakes again today because they were just delicious. They they were so delicious and moist and orangey and just beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, this amazing. one's definitely, definitely a make again for me. That is great. You know, I think you've done the right thing there. It, you're so smart to add the orange juice to the buttercream icing. Like that is yeah. a winner. And, yeah, you're yeah. right. I think it just needed a bit more liquid in the dough. Dough, uh, yeah. That might have solved that. But normally I love like an orange cake, yeah, an orange and almond cake or, you know, any sort of orange cake. And that's probably just what it was missing, just that real, the tartness of the juice to br- juice. just give it a bit more whack in the flavour. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Oh, How now we can give party. it a go. <laughs> oh, that massive hit at the party. So, and then, you know, a couple of friends actually took one aside and said, I'm taking it home for later. <laughs> <laughs> and yet people missed out and they were coming up to me going, have you got any more of those cupcakes? I really am. I was, oh, that's when you know it was a winner. Yeah, exactly. But how about you give that a go again? Give them a go again, but add that extra whole orange. I don't know how much it came to. Oh, I don't know, maybe a third of a cup of orange juice. I don't know. I didn't measure yeah. it. I just squeezed out one orange one orange, the juice of one orange and poured it in. It didn't make the, the mixture like really liquid. It, it was slightly runnier, but it was still mm. within the realm of the texture that you'd expect for a cupcake mixture. So oh, it just gave that beautiful flavoring. So maybe you give it a go again and this time juice of one whole orange. I reckon I will. It's actually not as hot as it was in January now, so mm. <laughs> I can dare to go back into the kitchen and try and bake something. That's a great yeah. outcome for you. And, look, it, it, there is something really fun about making a butterfly cupcake, and I can yeah. uh, no doubt when you're a little kid, it's just the yeah. most glorious-looking thing that you can make in terms yeah. of cupcakes and not have to pile it so high with icing. I'm not a huge fan of modern day cupcakes because they have that enormous swirl of sugary icing on top and sometimes less is more, you know, on yeah. that front. Agreed. And and that's what I was thinking. The buttercream used in the centre of the cupcake really was, again, coming back to our portion control, it really was just the perfect amount. It mm. wasn't overbearing. But, yeah, no, give it a go, I reckon. So the orange butterflies were the big hit of the party last night. I can't wait to see your pictures. I haven't seen what they look like. So I'll be logging on to our Insta to check that out. Of course, you can find the link to this recipe and all the recipes that we've made and the pictures of all the food that we've made in this episode's show notes. Bye for now, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.